Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, motivation, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super, super excited that you're joining me today. I have been kind of brewing on today's topic for the past few weeks now, and I'm excited that I finally feel like I've collected all of my thoughts and I'm ready to share them with you. If we're being completely honest, habits have not been a staple in my life for very long. It wasn't until maybe like a year ago that I really started to implement habits into my daily routine and become like consistent with it. You know, I read the book Atomic Habits like most of us have, or maybe you've at least heard of the book, and it's really about how to build and keep effective habits. And it really inspired me to pursue them on a daily basis. And that's when I really started to develop habits that really worked with my lifestyle, that helped me improve as a person. And I fell in love with habits, routines, and everything in that area. So I've been doing some reflection over the past few weeks, like I said, and ultimately I've come up with five habits that I wish I started doing earlier in life for one reason or another. And I won't keep you waiting anymore. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. The first habit that I wish I started doing earlier in life is reading. So I actually only started reading again more intentionally this year, but it's always been something that I've done just kind of as a pastime. It was never something that was a first reach for me, if you know what I mean. Like reading a book was never something that I would map time out for in my day. I never found books interesting enough, I guess. I just wasn't, I couldn't get into reading. And it wasn't until this year that I actually found out the reason why I couldn't get into reading. I did a whole blog post on it, but basically my problem was that I wasn't finding the genre that was right for me. I was trying to read these thriller novels that my friends would recommend me and it just didn't interest me. So I would lose interest and just put it down and never pick it back up. So it wasn't until this year that I found a ton of recommendations on book talk that really started to boost me back into reading. And I started to develop this new habit. So I started reading the Summer I Turned Pretty series and it's like a trilogy. A series just came out on Amazon Prime with it so it was perfect timing but I started reading that series and I honestly just fell back in love with reading. I love the idea of reading but I think that trying to do it in your everyday life can get really busy and sometimes it just isn't practical. So building a habit of reading every day was something that was hard to do for me but I'm looking back I'm so glad that I did it. And I am flexible with my habits, so I think that that's something that everyone needs to keep in mind here is that if you want it to be a daily habit, make it a daily habit. But habits can also be on a weekly basis. If you don't have the time to read every single day, why not try building the habit of reading every single week? It makes it much more attainable and you don't kind of get down on yourself as much for not being able to hit the benchmarks that you want to hit. In my routine, I will read in the morning with my morning cup of coffee or something, or I'll read at night before I go to bed. The reason I love this habit so much is because it breaks my phone habit as well. So it's kind of like a dual one. I am definitely addicted to my phone. I find myself reaching for it all the time. Even if I don't have a notification up, I just want to see what's going on. I'm curious to see if I have new emails. I want to see what's happening on social media. I'll read the news. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like our phones are filled with so much dopamine that you just constantly reach for them. And so I was having a problem where I was like, okay, this is an issue. I read the book, How to Break Up with Your Phone. And after kind of researching more about ways that people have done it, one of the best ways to distance yourself from your phone and to decrease your screen time is to actually replace the habit of picking up your phone with something else. So really the way that I feel like this habit of reading every day has really benefited my life is because I've started to pick up books instead of my phone. And this might seem like a small detail, but honestly, it makes a huge difference. I find that I'm not experiencing as much anxiety. I feel much more relaxed. I'm not as stressed or overwhelmed 
overwhelmed all the time. And I don't know if it's because of this, but I definitely think it is connected. So I would encourage you that if you aren't in the habit of reading every day, every week, every month, or whatever your time frame looks like, go to your local library or your bookstore and find some books in different genres and just start trying them out. I do think that it's important that you should try out different books with different themes and characters because it does make a difference on whether or not you're able to really get into them. And that will, of course, impact whether or not you get into reading as a whole. And then once you've found your genre, you can keep a couple books on hand and pick them up instead of another habit that you're trying to break. So for example, if you're like me and you go down Netflix binges pretty hard and you don't really feel better after them, you feel kind of worse, I would suggest that instead of picking up, you know, your remote control, pick up a book and just try that out for a change. And it really does make a difference in your life. I found that the best way for me to build the habit of reading was to mark my chapters and say, okay, I want to read one chapter this week. That way there wasn't a pressure to read every single day. If I just finished it, then I was done. And usually what ends up happening is after you finish that chapter, you want to read more anyways. So, you know, it's just is a balance like that. But I really would encourage you that if you haven't gotten into reading before, it is something that I wish I would have started doing earlier in life, especially since I find that it's had such a positive impact on my life now. The second habit that I wish I would have started earlier is walking. Now, I had this mindset for a really long time that in order for a workout to count that day, it had to be super intense exercise. So I would do really high intensity workouts. I would do like CrossFit at home workouts and things that would just completely exhaust me. And I would wonder why I would not look forward to working out. And in a similar way to finding the right genre for you in a book, you need to find out what workouts make you feel the best. Because the mental benefits that I've gained from consistent exercise is honestly insane. And I feel like we've all heard it before. You have to eat well, you have to exercise, you have to drink your water, and that will have a positive impact on your mental health. But when you aren't feeling good, whether that be depression or just sadness, it can be really hard to want to encourage yourself to just go and exercise. You know what I mean? But the thing that I've really discovered is that if I'm able to do that, I always end up feeling better. So what I found that works the best for me is trying to incorporate some sort of daily walk in my routine. This could honestly just be a 15 minute walk at the beginning of the day to take my dog out, or I can be on the treadmill while I'm working or, you know, at night before I go to bed. I personally find that when I got into the habit of walking every morning, it really motivated me for the rest of the day. And I found that I actually had more energy. So I wasn't feeling drained and exhausted after this, you know, light workout. I was feeling motivated, inspired, healthier, and it really does impact the choices that you make throughout the rest of the day. And I feel like we all kind of got into a walking kick at the beginning of the pandemic. We all were taking walks around our block just to get out of the house. I think that that's really what inspired me to get into this habit a few years ago. And it wasn't until this year that I really started to implement it and understand that my body and my mind needs some sort of movement every day in order to continue feeling my best. And the mental aspect of it is something that I really want to encourage you on here because if you struggle with brain fog at all or, you know, an inability to focus, and I'm not talking about ADHD or anything that you might need, you know, professional help with, I'm just talking about generally brain fog and, you know, you sit down, you don't want to work or you don't feel creative, I would really encourage you to just try going on a quick walk before you sit down for work. It honestly makes such a big difference because you just get all those endorphins going and you're feeling the dopamine and it just has made a really positive impact on my life. And if I could go back in time to when I was really struggling with depression, I would really encourage myself to just go on a daily walk because getting outside if you're able to, 
just has such a positive impact on how you feel about yourself and how you feel about the day. I also think that it really helped me get back into exercise as a whole again. I think that I am someone who's really intimidated by the idea of the gym. I'm intimidated by exercise. I played sports my whole life, but it was never, I always had a coach that would tell me what to do. So now that I'm on my own, I feel like it's a completely different ball game. I don't really know where to start. I don't know how I should be organizing my schedule for workouts. So exercise and working out intimidates me and I feel like it intimidates a lot of people. So if you're in the same boat as me, I would really encourage you to just try going on a daily walk because after that daily walk, I started to do a bit of yoga. I started to do some Pilates. I would do, you know, body weight exercises at home and it really would just spiral me into this like health kick and it would just inspire me to keep going and keep moving my body in a way that felt good and that would motivate me for the day in other ways too. So I feel like the thing that exercise really has helped me with is motivating me to live a healthier life as a whole, which, you know, I mentioned this a little bit when I talked about the reading habit, where a byproduct of building the habit of reading a book can break the habit of, you know, too much time on your phone. In the same way, I feel like building the habit of walking every single day has encouraged me to work out, which encourages me to eat healthy. So I think that that's just something that's really had a positive impact on my life and a domino effect too. And, you know, definitely try walking if that's something that you think you could get into. The third habit that I wish I would have started earlier in life is single tasking. Now, when I first started college, I lived and breathed multitasking. It was honestly something that I swore by. I didn't understand how people could function without it. I honestly just felt like it let me get more done in less time and when you're in college that's usually a good thing but in reality I wasn't getting more done I think that there's a huge misconception between being busy and being actually productive and this is what really started to boost me into figuring out how I can actually get more done in less time First, I want to clarify what I define as multitasking because I think that sometimes we multitask without knowing it, but other times we're not really multitasking when we think we are. So when I would multitask in college, it would look like writing notes for one of my courses or whatever while also trying to write the brainstorm for an essay. So what would happen to me was I would break my brain in half and say, okay, focus on this class and then focus on this essay while watching a lecture. You know what I mean? Like you have so many different focuses going on that your attention is really divided. But in my mind, I was sitting in a lecture for one class while writing the essay for the class right after this one. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I'm getting so much done. I'm not going to have to do this essay later. It's going to be perfect. Multitasking is where it's at. But in reality, I was missing key information from the lecture I was sitting in, and my essay wasn't going to be fully thought out either. And the tricky part about this was that I wasn't doing a bad job at anything, so I didn't recognize that there was a problem. You know what I mean? Like, I had a 4.0, I had perfect attendance, I just felt like I knew everything about my courses, I never was confused. So in my eyes, there was no problem with what I was doing. But unfortunately, after I graduated, I tried to do the same thing with things that were in my postgrad life. So I would be writing emails while also working on a project for work, and I would start to notice that I was mixing things up. I would make small errors, I would forget to mention things, things would begin to slip my mind, and I started to feel like I wasn't able to remember things as well. And I never credited that to my like habit of multitasking. I always thought it was something that everybody did, so why would there ever be a problem with it? But I ended up seeing an article all about single tasking, and this was the idea that you need to focus all of your attention onto one thing at a time, and that will actually help you get more done in less time. Which seems super weird to me because 
as again, a seasoned multitasker, I thought I had it all figured out. So why would I want to divert my attention from all these things and then focus on one thing only? It just didn't make sense to me. But I did decide to try it out because like I said, I was really struggling with remembering everything and things were just getting lost in translation, which I knew wasn't good for me. It wasn't good for my job. So I decided to try this out. And when I focus on writing one email at a time, instead of trying to do that while doing another thing, that email not only got done faster, but I was also able to do it with no errors. Same thing goes for any projects. I work in freelance and a lot of my freelancing stuff is in writing. So instead of trying to research my next blog post while writing my current one, I'm going to focus all of my attention on writing my current blog post and focus on research at a later time. I found this really interesting because I really was getting more stuff done in less amount of time, which just, again, like I said, it just didn't make sense to me. But the more I started doing it, the faster I got at certain tasks and I was able to really make everything more effective. So I was writing better, I was finishing emails faster, I was getting done with work quicker. There were so many positives to it that I was like, oh my gosh, why have I never done this before? But again, I feel like we really are conditioned to think of multitasking as normal, when in reality, single tasking as a habit can be really, really beneficial to your life. So yeah, I would definitely recommend that if you are a natural multitasker like me, try out single tasking. It might feel really weird at first, but it really does have a positive impact impact if you stick to it. The fourth habit that I wish I started doing earlier in life is the 15-minute tidy. At the beginning and end of each day, I take 15 minutes just to tidy up my house. It isn't anything crazy like a deep clean or anything, but if I see a cup where it's not supposed to be, I'm going to take it to the kitchen, wash it, and put it away. If I see laundry that needs to get done, I'll go ahead and just throw that in, get a load done, and just get that going. If I see clothes on the ground that I've decided not to wear anymore that I just collect in a pile, I'm going to hang all those up when I get the chance and really what I found that this does for me is it helps me start and end each day off on a good note. I am someone who's really affected by their environment. I feel like I can't fully focus if my environment is not clean or at least organized. So something that I really had to get in the habit of doing is cleaning up every single morning and night. That way I avoid like big messes from piling up. Because what used to happen for me, and I'm sure you guys can relate to this, but you try on clothes in the morning, you don't like what you're wearing, so you change, but instead of hanging that shirt back up, you throw it into this little pile in your room and it just collects and collects until ultimately you don't know what's clean, what's dirty, and you have to hang it all back up. It's a mess. I get overwhelmed by that. I, I look at that pile and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's going to be a pain to put away. So my brain says, okay, whatever, just do it later. And that later really never comes until ultimately I have to do a super deep clean and hang everything up. That takes a whole day and sometimes you don't have the whole day to do that type of thing. So after trying a few different things, I found that what really works for me is just dedicating some time in the morning and at night to just cleaning up and getting things organized. I do also feel like it helps me wake up and end the day with a clear head, which I think is an like an interesting effect that that has. It also makes it way easier to keep everything organized. So by doing a little bit of cleaning every morning and every night, I don't let my room or my living room or my bathroom or my kitchen get to the point where it's too messy to save. You know, you can avoid doing these deep cleanings if you do small cleaning every single day. And this is something that I found is way more attainable for me, especially since I don't necessarily enjoy cleaning. I enjoy it for short periods of time, but if you're going to tell me I have to do four hours worth of it, it's not necessarily something that I'm going to want to look forward to do. But my brain can wrap around the fact that I can do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night, 30 minutes for the whole day, and my space stays pretty clean. 
To hop off of this, I also follow the rule where if you can put it away in less than a minute, then you should do it immediately. I honestly don't remember where I heard this, but ever since I did, it's been a game changer for me. If I see rings laid out on my desk, I'll just put those back into my ring tray. If a cup needs to go down to the kitchen, I'll bring that down. Just little things like that, like quick pickup things throughout the day can really help keep your space organized without having to dedicate too much time to it. And last but certainly not least, the fifth habit that I wish I would have started doing earlier in life is using a morning routine. I used to be the type of person to rush out the door at the last minute. I would never give myself enough time in the morning to really get myself together, get everything in order. And honestly, it left me feeling really stressed out all the time. So when I started practicing a morning routine, it really changed the game for me. I started going into each day feeling more prepared, more ready. And I think that it relieved a lot of stress and overwhelm that would usually come with that. I think that I get overwhelmed really, really easy. So it doesn't take a lot to set me off. Like if I have a couple of projects coming up that week and then I have a vet appointment and then I have a couple social dates, you know, like my brain gets so overwhelmed by the thought of doing that much that I'll just shut down. I think there's a term for it, but when you look at your to-do list and you see how much you have to do, you almost get paralyzed by the thought of having to do all that and then you just don't get anything done. So what'll happen to me is I will do that in the morning and this was before I really started getting into a consistent morning routine but it still happens to me now. I'll look at my to-do list, get paralyzed, and I will sit down and watch TV for the whole day or for hours on end and I don't get anything done because my brain doesn't even want to start it and it's such a weird feeling to have because you know you have enough time to get everything done but you just can't seem to motivate yourself to do it. This is definitely where morning routines made the biggest difference for me because starting off my day right makes the biggest difference. If I wake up late and I don't get to you know make my coffee, I don't get to get ready the way I want to get ready or journal or read or whatever like that, I feel like I don't have any time for myself in the rest of the day which can be really hard especially when you feel like you need Need time to just be alone, be with yourself. I'm super, super introverted and it is difficult for me to have to go and interact with people at, before I really feel like I've had time to be with myself. So a morning routine has just completely changed how I operate, I guess. So what my current morning routine looks like, it's, it's fairly flexible, but I'll get up around 6 a.m., I'll make my coffee, sit down, fix my journal, planner for the day, just so I have an idea of what happens that day. Then I take time to read, I take time to clean, I take time to get ready. Basically anything that I need to do for myself to make me feel like I'm ready for the day. I really do feel like I would not be where I'm at today if it wasn't for the fact that I had a morning routine and it's been a habit that I've had for over two years now and it's made the biggest difference in my life out of all these habits combined. So I would really encourage you to look into starting a morning routine and making it a daily habit for yourself to just carve out some time so you can just do what you need to do in the morning before you know the world wakes up, before you have other responsibilities to attend. I think that it's important that we all take some time for ourselves and if you're able to, definitely try it out. I wanted to also give you another option um, since I know a lot of you probably work in the morning or maybe you have school and so a morning routine just doesn't make sense for you. You can swap this out for a night routine. And it has a very similar effect. So you will get your clothes out ready for the next day. You'll look at what's on the schedule for the next day. You can take a nice shower. You can read, you know, like, you know, all the things that you need to do to prep yourself for the next day. Instead of doing it the morning of the way you would do in a morning routine, you'll do it in your night routine. And if that works better for your schedule, then go for that instead. You know, it's all about building habits that work for you and your lifestyle. And I feel like I say that all the time, but that's because it is so true. You do need to adapt everything 
all this advice that you hear, adapt to what works best for you and what you think is practical for your everyday life. That's all I have for you guys today. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. It really does mean the world to me. I feel honored to have you guys all listening in. And if you have any podcast suggestions or questions, feel free to DM me over on Instagram. It's at lifewith.hope with two E's. It's all going to be in the description as well if you want to check it out there. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I would really appreciate it if you would rate it over on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a big difference. And hopefully, Hopefully we'll be able to reach more people with these habits that have made a big difference in my life. So like always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you all next week on Onwards and Upwards.